0: BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Well,
1: today Pretty Mike got a little sidetracked because he was having just such a great conversation with the guest. He forgot to introduce the show. So, today on
0: BeastNet, we have Coach Beast Elise. So, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah. I
1: mean, I didn't do an intro, but we we're just mm. already recording and going, so Don can put one in or something.
0: <laughs> Don, so. we should probably just pre-record an intro for me. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> this is Elise. You know, Beast Elise Fitness. You know, she's my coach. So I she's, am, and that's just yes. something
0: I want to talk about more than anything. Really, yeah. it's just um, from like a coach perspective. This is really freaking cool.
1: It, I bet I mean the hard part though is I figure I've gotta be one of the worst clients though you're not I, I don't listen no. for shit
0: <laughs> well, I've known you for so long though that like before I even signed you on as a client of mine, I already knew what I was getting myself yeah. into. um the biggest challenge is making sure that we are um accommodating your like activity level when it comes to running mm-hmm. and so um. So for those of you who don't know, I own my own personal coaching business. So I do one-on-one remote coaching. Mike is one of my clients. And so what that entails is that um, I write his workouts for him. And we also do a lot of check-ins on other lifestyle things. You know, we're trying to keep everything yeah. in check because Mike is a whole person and not just the sum of how many miles he can run per week, even though that is very, very impressive.
1: And that is my, my mentality.
0: Yeah. Yes. You have the, the like... I will never stop mentality. And I appreciate that so much about you. And that's where I come in with my, with my skills is being able to balance that. So Mike's going to do what Mike's going to do. I'm not his running coach. I don't really give him any type of structure when it comes to, What days of the week he's running, how far he's running, how long he's running, because it really does, Mike, I feel like you're very, I don't want to say it, like an emotional runner. Yeah. Like, it's something that is fulfilling for you. Mm -hmm. It's not just training, whereas other people can kind of segment it out and be like, okay, this is just my mileage for the day. I just got to get it done. You thoroughly enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's like yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw my post where I'm like, I, you know, this is what happens when I go out for a 12K mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm at 13 something miles. It's
0: Somehow like, yeah. I just accidentally, well, it's like yesterday yeah. I accidentally PR'd my deadlift. So you yeah. and I are one in the same. It's just different modalities. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, and I PR'd my, my half marathon. Yeah. So I got down to 233. I was three minutes off that two hour, two and a half hours. I
0: mean, but. that's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but so my job as his coach is to make sure that he he's very good about communicating that with me better now. So like yeah. you've, you've been getting better and better about that. He always tells me when he's run and what's going on. I get pictures from him all the time. Um, and so my job is to make sure that what I'm prescribing for him for workouts and is complimenting what he's already going to be doing. So whereas with some other clients, I'm writing all of their activity, you know, like I have to be the one to tell them what to do. Otherwise they're not going to do it. You're a self starter and you're going to go out and run. So it's my job to make sure that I'm following up with you more. So more than anything on your recovery and making sure that we're keeping your joints strong, we're keeping you flexible, you know, we're reducing impact where needed to make sure you recover properly. So you don't end up with an injury. And that's what I specialize in. Um, So as a coach, being able to see your progress in not only running, but to be a part of your journey in your weight loss journey this year. I mean, I came in, I I don't take credit, of course, at all for all of the hard work you've done, because I've made, I've been just a player in your journey. Um, But to be able to sit back and like, see when you post and when you text me these things, like, it's just, it's so freaking cool to see So you're doing amazing.
1: (laughs) It's tough because sometimes, you know, you get that, you know, body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. where it's hard to see. And I will be honest, this last, the last time I posted, you know, a picture of like, this is the difference between the beginning and where I'm at now is probably the first time I've seen it. Yeah. Like, even before that, where people were like, you've lost, like, 70 pounds. And I'm like, I don't see it. Yeah. Every time I look in the mirror, I still see the fat guy that I was in, in February. And this was probably the first time when I looked at the pictures side by side, and I'm like, holy shit. It's insane. You know? It's
0: insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's – I'm at – as of this morning, tomorrow's my official – I weigh in every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomorrow is my official weigh-in, but as of this morning, because I just stepped on the scale because it's there in the bathroom, mm-hmm. I was 191.
0: Remind me to add that as a metric into your true coach too because then you can put it in there. We okay. can see an actual graph. Yeah. I think you can backdate your previous weights okay. too if you want to see that trend. Yeah, because I, 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 I do the watches that in. and I can
1: kind of see it through there too. True. But, but I mean, I was at 191 this morning, um, which my my original goal was 200.
0: Yeah and I past that so and I know you were worried we talked about it a few months ago on a podcast you were worried about the fact that like you were inching closer to your 200 goal and you were worried that you were going to plateau before it and then you were going to get frustrated and that's clearly not been an issue no
1: (laughs) it hasn't been and now it's kind of one of those it's like everyone's like where do you want to stop and I'm like honestly wherever I do I mean it's like if I hit 180 will be kind of cool because that'll be over 100 pounds Mm -hmm. lost Mm -hmm. but if I don't whatever, as long as I'm doing it healthy, as long as, you know, if we, you know, once I start really lifting heavy and all Mm -hmm. that, which today we went and looked at the gym and kind of the, the issues that I have downstairs in the gym until I get that completely fixed. You know, if I start gaining weight because I'm lifting heavy, but I'm doing it healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, not gaining weight by getting fat, by gaining weight, by, you know, getting muscular and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, whatever. If I don't hit that 180, I don't hit the 180. So now it's the the weight goals are pretty much off my brain.
0: I'm not thinking about the weight goals, um, you just determined what our topic is today. Uh-oh. Because I've been fired up about that this week. I have been having conversation after conversation about, it, tr- it boils down to body composition, <clears throat> but exactly what you're talking about. And so if you don't mind, I would love to rant for a moment. Oh, that's and fine. A Go little, for it. small little educational rant for those of you who might not understand this yet. And that's oh. totally fine. That's what I'm here for. You've We've all heard the saying, five pounds of fat, weighs more than five pounds of muscle, right? Which is a complete contradiction because they both weigh five pounds. It's how much space they're taking up. So five pounds of fat takes up more room, more volume than five pounds of muscle tissue, okay? So that being said... The biggest conundrum that people come up against when they're trying to get healthy, especially if they do start strength training, (laughs) is the fact that their weight doesn't really seem to move too much, especially those people who maybe only have like a 20 to 30 pound area that they're trying to get into. They've got this weight in their head like, I want to be 135 pounds, right, for instance, just just random number but they start strength training and i see this all the time in my crossfit gym too because yeah. of course we're strength training all the time we're not doing endless hours of cardio and and lists and all this stuff we're we're lifting heavy and moving our bodies quickly in a certain time domain and i'll have new people who don't quite have the concept understood yet of body composition just because it's not something that's talked about a lot um you know get really frustrated because they're like man My scale isn't moving and they're so hung up on the scale number that I go, well, how do your pants fit? And they go, oh, my pants fit great. I had to go buy new ones. And I'm literally, and I'm just waiting for the light bulb to go off over their head where they're like, Oh. So for those of you out there who are really, really hung up on a number on a scale, I would challenge you to look at other potential measurements of progress because like Mike is saying he may not get to 180 and that's not necessarily a bad thing because his goal is to get strong af (laughs) and like lift heavy weights and I mean we're getting we're trying to you know work to get a space here at your house so you can get a barbell in your hands and I think that that's amazing um and so Mike is understanding of the fact that as his body composition changes his weight potentially won't so it's it's very very common for you to see changes in measurements like inches um all over your body, the way that your clothing fits, um the way you're sleeping, the way you're recovering, the way that you feel mentally, like are you just totally tanked by the end of the day or do you have, you know, <laughs> bounds and bounds of energy? These are all ways that you can measure your progress without having to step on the scale. So um it's still going to be a challenge for you of course when oh, yeah. we get to that point. Um But that's why you have me.
1: It is. And and that's one of those things. It's – I mean it is. I mean it's – I've seen it before and I I can't remember if it was you or somebody else that posted a picture once of like you at the same weight. it was me. It was you. Yeah. You at the same weight like five or six years ago compared to now. Yeah. And to look at the difference and it's like you can tell the picture from a, a while ago. I mean, not to sound bad, you weren't as healthy mm-hmm. now, and now you're a lot more healthy, and you can see it, and you look smaller. Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, They're like you know, like you said, look at how your pants are fitting. Yeah, like right now, the the pair of shorts that I have on, if I don't tie them, they will literally fall down. Yeah, and they were tight. You know, in February, exactly. You know, I have to. I've had to buy new clothes over and over a couple times, and that's a big thing. A lot of people are like, you need new clothes. Everything's too big. I'm like, I kind of want to hit that point mm-hmm. first because mm-hmm. it's like I got a pair of pants that I literally bought, and two weeks later, just fall off. Yeah. You know,
0: you're and like, I, like I, I I don't have it in my budget to keep buying yeah, new I clothes.
1: In fact, the one <laughs> the one pair of pants that I have that fit. Mm-hmm. They were the pair that hung in my closet for the last 15 years going, one day I will fit back into those. Yeah. And I just kept telling myself one day and I kept moving them every time I'd move and everything else. And Amber's mm-hmm. like, why don't you just get rid of them? I'm like, cause someday I will fit back into those. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like a month ago, I'm like, huh? they like, something popped up like from 10 years ago where it's like, Hey, I fit back into my 32s. And I'm like,
0: huh? Oh, I wonder. Those out. <laughs> so I,
1: I like pulled them out of the closet and put them on. And I'm like, they're kind of
0: big. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is that moment that yeah, I was waiting yeah, for that I have been carrying moment, these around yeah. for, for 15 years.
1: But you know, that changed everything for me. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was one of those things. I wasn't at my weight goal yet, mm-hmm. but I was at my, I was finally at my size goal, mm-hmm. you know, and that was kind of it. It's getting the waist down to where it should be. I know once I start lifting heavy, those pants aren't going to last very long because they're, they're my, as soon as my legs start to get bigger, oh, they're not going to fit. We're going to get that's, those
0: quads popping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Get so, that booty poppin', <laughs> It'll make you fill out those pants. Yep. <laughs> it will grow back into them. <laughs>
1: so it's it's one of those that you know. And Sorry that's if fine. my laugh's really loud, by the way. And that's fine. <laughs> um, it, it's one of those that. Uh, I want to get healthy. And I, I know a yes. lot of people are like, what's your goal? What's your goal? I'm like healthy. Yeah. You know, I, I had a weight goal. My weight goal was 200 pounds because I knew 200 pounds was healthy. Mm-hmm. I've been at 200 pounds before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that was a healthy weight for me. But it's like we said before, we've talked about this, that once I hit that, that was like setting the base. So now I can lift heavy. Yeah. You know, and if I get up to 210, 220, whatever, as long as it's in a healthy way.
0: I think that we could rephrase you saying that you knew 200 pounds was healthy by saying that you knew that what you needed to do to get to 200 pounds was healthy. Yeah. Because you could be 200 pounds and be unhealthy. Oh, you yeah. could be doing oh, drugs, yeah. drinking, smoking, yes. not sleeping every night and be 200 pounds, right? So I think Which that. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's really important, especially for people who are listening to realize that it's the things that you have to do to get yourself to that goal in a healthy way mm-hmm. that determine whether or not that weight is healthy for you.
1: Yes, and that is true. And actually I went um I had my my yearly physical Mm -hmm. because I'm old and I have to do that now. I love this. So I went and had my yearly physical and literally my doctor like walk in and she's like what uh-huh. the fuck happened to
0: uh-huh. me? <laughs> I love it.
1: I love <laughs> it like, so much. What? And she's like, we've talked for years, years. about you <laughs> losing weight. She's like, and all of a sudden, like last year, you were two seventy five when you were in here, and I'm like, yeah, I got bigger than that by the by the time I started losing it. And she's like, and you're like less than two hundred now. It's like that's amazing. Yeah. She's like, and then she had me do all my blood tests, which every year I have to do blood tests, yep. and for the first time in pretty much my life. Everything was good. Yeah. Normally something isn't right. Because, I Because um, even when I was 200 pounds last time, when I did all the, the weight loss, you know, in 2010, 2012, during mm-hmm. that time when I lost it all and got down to 190, uh, I was still smoking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was still drinking on a daily basis. I was doing all that. And now I haven't had a cigarette in over four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I still drink, but not to the level that I was. Right. Like I just last night finished off my half gallon bottle of rum that i bought i think in may okay so
0: (laughs) jeff and i dumped 15 bottles of liquor down the sink the other day that he's had since before we even got together that's how we we don't drink like i do
1: i do occasionally yeah and but it's one of those like last night i had a drink
0: right
1: you know but even like on my weight watch i still count it yeah. I still count yeah. that for my points and everything else. And Thank be you. Honest. Yes.
0: Make that a point. Your yes. alcohol counts towards your calorie intake, by the way.
1: It does. Um, and what you mix into it. So. Yes.
0: What yeah. you mix into it especially.
1: Yeah. I, I use diet soda, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> but, but it's one of those that, you know, it's I've really changed my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like I said, it's not just the eating, not just the exercise. Like I said, I've cut out the the alcohol. You know, not completely, like I said. Right. I mean, it's – but. Meduration it's one of those that half gallon of rum normally that was a week to two weeks yeah that was my that was my drinking intake mm-hmm. you know when i used to do the spartan races what was my my nightly before where everyone else would carb up i would have steak and a whiskey and coke yeah that was my my pre you know the, the what night a
0: pre-game ritual, huh? Yeah,
1: that was my pre-game <laughs> ritual the night Dave. before it was literally a, mm. a giant steak and you know, which is... The You're like, here, mess.
0: let me just slow my ass down as yeah. much as humanly possible. Which is like
1: the worst <laughs> thing you could do, you know? So it's like, you know, I did, you know, even when I dropped all the weight, I mean, I can remember doing, you know, one of the half marathons I did when I was really down to... I was hung up I was pretty much still drunk when I showed up Yeah, to run it. Yeah. Like my running partner's like, are you going to make it? You smell like a brewery. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm pretty much still drunk from, from yesterday. Yeah. You know, and it was... Like you said, you can get healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. down to that weight, but not always healthy. Yeah. So, and that was my thing is, you know, I wasn't healthy. This time is different. This, this time, time is so different. Yeah. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. My attitude's better. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything, you know, it, it came at the perfect time. You know, I just switched, you know, stuff for work. Mm-hmm. You know, I switched my job in January. Um, I stepped away from certain people in January to, to – for my own mental Mm well-being, which helped huge, and you know, figured out who my real family is. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and that changed everything. Mm -hmm. But I didn't let that become my excuse. I let that become my, my way of doing better. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, COVID's there here. Oh, that means I can go run because I don't have to go to work. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to, I have this meeting on Zoom, but then I have a two hour break. Mm -hmm. So I could go run a half, you know, run three miles. Yeah. You know, and at that time, I mean a 17 minute pace that was good Yeah, you know and now I'm ticked at myself if I'm not not at 12
0: well you'll get there for sure but you also okay so I'm pulling up the thing that Mike sent me yesterday okay so (laughs) 10k PR (laughs) shit Mike this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) 10k PR at at an hour 10 15k PR hour 48 so that means 18 minutes later you would already run another 5k (laughs) Or whatever. No, no, no. yeah,
1: no, no. Okay, I'm wrong. Um, I can't. But it's fine. Ten
0: mile PR, an hour fifty-five. Twenty k PR, two twenty-six and half marathon PR, two thirty-three. And that's all yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. What the shit? You were running on average an eleven oh nine mile pace. Eleven oh nine for thirteen point one miles consistently. Like that was your average. So, um, yeah, you've you've come a long way, bro. I'm. I'm amazed.
1: And like I said, that was the thing. I mean, back in February, 17-minute miles, that was good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was our goal when yeah. me and Don went to go do the half marathon last year. We wanted to stay at 17-minute miles, you know, above 17-minute miles. And we didn't – I don't think we made it. I mm-hmm. think we were above 17. Mm-hmm. We wanted to stay below that. And all of a sudden now, it's – like I said, if I'm not below a 12-minute mile – I'm not happy with myself.
0: Yeah. It's I amazing feel like to I'm see going the difference.
1: Slow. So it's, it is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing I got to figure out though, because on my, the way my app, the app that I use works, it tells me what mile I'm at mm-hmm. and what my average is and what my, my split pace is. Right. And sometimes I feel like I need that to stop. I need it just to tell me the mile because then I start going through You can through change my, it, yeah. I know but I don't remember
0: how but I know you can.
1: I start going through my head and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm at this pace, that means I'm on pace to finish in this amount right. of time. But then if I start slowing down, I start trying to go faster when right. I know I shouldn't be. Yeah. And that was kind of like yesterday where I knew I, knew I was close to that two and a half. And I'm and like, you start
0: to redline sooner yeah. than you would have.
1: And then I'm redlining, and I'm having, you know, and then my breathing, I'm yeah. not keeping my breathing where it should be, because that was a hard part for me. Because you know me, I have asthma. Yeah. So keeping my breathing where it should be, and I don't carry my inhaler when I run.
0: Okay. <laughs> you Should.
1: <laughs> it's one of those I haven't. Had, if you're gonna go
0: 13.1 freaking miles, Mike, carry your damn inhaler. I wasn't planning on it. That's true, you weren't. Well, you know what? Just get a little strap for around your waist and just do the same do thing is, in it every single time.
1: Is doing the the rock and rolls. I won a rock and roll. Like yeah. really nice. Rock and roll like uh water right. pa- or hydration pack. Right. It's nice. It's like $150 a hundred and fifty dollar hydration. It's a nice one. Nice. It's even got the little thing that comes out the bottom that makes it so it's brain covered. I mean oh. yeah. Oh. So I think I'm gonna take one of my inhalers, throw it in there. I need to start yes, using please. it. I haven't set it up yet. So I need Your to set it. Your inhaler or the the, i was the like pack. it's
0: pretty self-explanatory, yeah, it's pretty
1: self-explanatory. <laughs> the pack i haven't set the pack up yet love but it i need to set the pack up because like yesterday i should have taken it with me but yeah. i was only planning on doing s- like six or seven miles and then it was just i felt good and where i was at i'm like if i turn around now i could i'm like or right, i can just keep going to buckley and back mm-hmm.
0: so let's <laughs> just go to buckley yeah so i'm just nice gonna go into buckley and back so dude yeah. well and this is why so so, you're – everybody's, you know, hearing all of this and it's amazing because um, the time that it's taken for you to get here, to so just to put a realistic, you know, timeline on it. Like you said, it's been – you've been really running – when would you say you started really, like, giving a shit about running again this year? Like, pushing? Yeah. Uh,
1: it was probably I Not started – Not just
0: running to stay on something.
1: February is when I started running just to stay on something. Right. And then it was probably uh, – by May. May, okay. When everything all of a sudden, like, started – you Know really all of a sudden, I, I finally got that speed and right. got that. That finally got the runner's high again mm-hmm. and remembered what that was because May's also the month that I the first month I hit 100 miles in a month.
0: Gotcha, and then right. I've
1: had 100 That's miles right. every month since May, yeah. So, but it was that was the one that really I started feeling. I started getting that feeling of this is why I used to love to run, yes, you know. And part of that was too, was my foot once. Mm-hmm. There was a couple days where I wanted to quit because my foot hurt so bad. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I'd take a step and it would feel like a gunshot went off in my foot. And it was just like so much pain. Did you stop? No, I just kind of kept going.
0: Okay. So for those of you listening, Mike is Mike and he's going to keep doing that and that's fine. Yes sweetie pie ran a spartan race in a boot okay so uh but to all of you other people out there who may not be the level of crazy that mike is if you do movement and you don't have pain but as you warm up or continue moving the pain starts to set in please do stop or modify um just to be on the safe side because that is especially if like mike this is a place that's a previous injury um you just want to make sure that you're taking a chance to like evaluate the situation so when it comes to modifications or stopping there's like a red yellow green light system green light is like pain free full range of motion yellow light is little bit of pain but still full range of motion and then red light is lo- loss of range of motion and pain so if those two things yeah. combined happen stop
1: i have a problem with the red light
0: <laughs> yeah but you but do have it, a problem with I the do, red light <laughs> I do,
1: but part of what and it ended up actually working out in my favor and part of what what happened was it was almost like i'm pretty sure it was the scar tissue yeah, Like all of a sudden there'd be that crack and that pain and I'm like, oh, but then the next day I would have more range of movement back.
0: Mm, I and wonder I'm if like, you're yeah, breaking apart scar tissue and in there I'm maybe. like, oh,
1: I can feel, I, I can move again. Yeah, It's starting to move. And then after that happened a few times um, and I kept moving,
0: mm-hmm. it, it,
1: it all of a sudden I got that range that the doctors told me I would never get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I wasn't supposed to be able to get push off off my left foot ever again. Mm-hmm. Is what I was told.
0: I love stories like that, yeah. like doctors who will just be like, "Well, you're never going to squat again." It's like freaking watch me, bro. Because yeah. Yeah, I was body is so adaptable.
1: Yeah, I was told I would never run again. Yeah, I, I would never be able to run not at the level I was, yeah. not at the level I was. And I will be honest right now, I'm beyond.
0: Oh yeah, this By is probably far, the best runner you've ever been.
1: Yeah, I'm beyond the level of runner I was before. Yeah, I've never my best half marathon before this mm-hmm. before you know i started doing all this was i think about a 250 something mm-hmm. i know i was excited because i broke three hours yeah and that was i was like I, that's amazing i broke three hours i can't believe it and then all of a sudden like you know when i did the one a couple weeks ago all of a sudden i'm like you know just going along and all of a sudden i'm like i'm at 235 that's yeah. way below the three hours i was shooting
0: it's for way below
1: so you know and now i'm at 233 but then mm-hmm. it's i got a really work with myself because then I get mad at myself because I didn't hit the 230. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and it's I one wanted of those that 230.
0: You have to pull yourself back and not do a half marathon in another five days. or And also don't do it and then just not tell your coach because you know she's going to be upset with you if you do. I told you. No, but I mean, like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. hear Wednesday. I did it again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I we've talked this, a little right? bit I, about I like
1: send it to you right afterwards, and I'm like, I, I did it. Again.
0: I did this today. <laughs> um, I also want to clarify on what I said about the stopping thing. Is like stop and evaluate what's yeah. going on first. I don't ever want to be confused with one of those people who's just like, oh, well, just don't do that movement because that's not the solution. No. There is always a scale for for whatever you're trying to do. There's yeah. always a way to work around and work back into that movement. Yeah. So There's I just want to on clarify a that. So
1: yeah. And That's one of the things I think I had a lot of problems before where if something something hurt, I just didn't do it anymore. Yeah,
0: it would completely derail you and you'd be like, well, I guess I'm not doing that anymore.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm not doing that anymore. I think that was my biggest problem with my foot because when I broke my foot, I was actually in the process of getting back to healthy. I was down to I think about two – 20 almost Yeah. at that point and then I broke my foot and then everything derailed mm-hmm. and even after my foot was healed I was worried about it and if I ran it hurt so I just didn't run anymore yeah. and I didn't do anything and then all of a sudden I just kept packing on the weight and packing on the weight and then it's like oh well my foot hurts every time I move it's like because you're 290 pounds fatty mm-hmm. I mean that's why your foot hurts
0: <laughs> you're putting a lot of force yeah. on it
1: so once I, I got the movement back and let them yeah. stopped letting it be like oh well I hurt my foot three years ago yeah three years ago mm-hmm it's like th- there is going to be residual always, but I had to stop letting that be my excuse.
0: I posted about that on my Instagram yesterday. Actually, not specifically the fact that you hurt your foot, but um, <laughs> that wasn't my topic. It was the fact that, like you just said, you know, it's wow, it's been three years. You know, what have I done in the last three years? Your time is passing by, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. So all these people who are too afraid to stay consistent or too afraid to see what would happen because they're not sure. Um, and they just want to wait till the timing is perfect or yeah. wait till the next Monday or I'll start on the first or I'll do it in new years. That time's passing you by no matter what. And you need to realize that you have the decision. It is your choice how you spend that time. Yes. And so just like you said, you used it as an excuse to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and gain weight. That time passed. You're never getting that time back. Nope. So do you feel like you spent that time making yourself the best version of yourself? No. No. Nope. Could you have spent that time differently? Yes. Does that mean that you can't make the decision now going forward to spend your time fulfilling your life? Not, not you know, what everybody else thinks you should be doing with your time, but the things that fulfill you and make you happy and doing the things that you know you need to do to get to even more glorious things, right? <laughs> Um, it's your choice. It's everybody's choice. And it's amazing to me. I mean, it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's so easy for me. I just make the best decisions for myself every day. Like I wake up just like this. This is, this is how my life is. No, it's freaking a lie. I have to practice it too. Literally every day. But I have seen and experienced some really amazing moments in my life that I would never have had if I didn't get out of my own head and strive for excellence like if i didn't hold myself to a specific standard and i had just said i mean i did struggle with that of course after surgery and we've had this conversation after my hip after my hip surgery i was all up in the pity party yo i was like man this sucks i'm in pain all the time i can't move i can't do anything i can't this i can't that blah 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 It was very negative for a while it took Uh, a lot to get me out of that mindset
1: it did i I remember i was i was Around when yeah. all that was happening, I was there. And I mean, I know we did, we ended up doing a Spartan race. That was probably too early.
0: Oh, it was, yeah. For you. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. was too
1: early for you because it was one of those things that we all get that where mm-hmm. I need to get back out there and do this. It's yeah. like, you know, everyone always asks, why would you do Hawaii in a boot? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because I needed to. And mm-hmm. my brain, I, I if I didn't do that, I was going to stop. Yeah. So, and I needed to keep doing it. I mean, even though, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you couldn't have been in that out of shape. You were still doing, you know, 9, 10 Spartan races a year. I'm like, I was finishing 9 or 10 Yeah, it
0: doesn't mean I was enjoying them. (laughs) I mean, I I was. I was torturing myself. I was
1: torturing myself. I was going through and pushing them. I mean, in Los Olivos last year, I dislocated my shoulder three times. Yeah.
0: I remember you telling me about that.
1: And then just popped it back into place and kept going. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why did I dislocate my shoulder three times? Because I was 290
0: pounds. Yeah. So, and and that's the thing, too, is, like, to be able to make those experiences more enjoyable and not murder your body, it's important to make consistent decisions to stay healthy and to get stronger. You don't necessarily have to try to train like an elite athlete, but, like, if you're going to be like us where we need to go jump over walls and climb ropes and, like, that's the stuff we enjoy doing, wouldn't it behoove us? to make these small decisions on a daily basis to just support that. And I think that a lot of people don't realize the power that they hold in their own health overall. Like you, like you're saying, you know, your goals are to be healthy and that's going to be dependent on what you think health looks like for you. Whereas some of my other clients, they might have different views of what's healthy for them. And, and that's all inclusive. And I don't think a lot of people realize that it goes so much farther past, what you're putting in your mouth, and how many miles you're running. It's, like I said earlier, how are you sleeping? How are your relationships, your friendships? How's your stress level? Um, Are you hungry on a daily basis? Like, what are we doing for your diet? Um, You know, do you feel rested? Are you taking time for yourself for reflection or planning or just – self-improvement like are you reading you know um some people it's it's you know i want to get out on my paddleboard once a mu- once a week um or i want to be able to go hiking or i want to spend more time with my kids and so you know your health is not just your food and your exercise and i think that's like i know for a fact if i finally started if i got half naked and booty popped on every single video and showed just a bunch of here's a great butt day and sold templates i could probably make tons of money doing that and i wouldn't feel right about it because you know. it's not what's healthy no. like I'm sorry but that's not my jam at all and I know that you know it gets frustrating some days because I look at it and I'm like man my business would grow so much faster if I did things this way or this way but I don't enjoy that and
1: and I don't think you'd have the same clients no I it's wouldn't those, I, mean,
0: I wouldn't have, enjoy my have clients money,
1: but I mean it's one of those you know <laughs> it's and that was one thing I decided you know in my personal life a while ago was when I quit being a manager mm-hmm. and just went into safety because I'm like I could make more money as a manager but I don't like it. At
0: what it cost,
1: yeah. At what cost to myself. And mm-hmm. then actually end up finding out I actually make more as a safety yeah. person anyway. But but I love it. I love my job. I, I've honestly – I mean I've been really – I had a job offer the other day. Someone wants mm-hmm. me to go work for them for better benefits and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, eh, but I like what I do. Right, right. You know, and it's kind of – and that's – I don't think about the money side of it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like with your, your, your training. I mean, you train, you have an integrity to your training. Your training is about making people healthy, not just making it so they can booty pop. And Mm -hmm. you know,
0: I mean, girl, like, or boy, I don't care if your goal is to, is some glute gains. Let's get on it. Like, I don't mind at all. I love helping people get stronger. That is so, so fun, but I will not train or coach anybody to become stronger at the cost of the rest of their lives being not uh, being unhealthy. Like that's not. So when you do a check-in with me and I, we've done this on a previous episode, but when you do a check-in with me, we have, I think it's like 10 questions. Mm -hmm. Um, and we talk, I ask you, how did your workouts go? Did you feel like any of them were super difficult? What was super easy? Do the days that you're working out still work for you? Or it it gives my client the chance to tell me like, Hey, I've got a weird schedule this week. These are the days I want to work out instead of, you know, what we usually do. Um, you know, how'd you feel about your nutrition choices this week? Were there any days where you were super, super hungry or days where you weren't hungry at all? You know, do you feel like your energy level was up? I mean, were there any days where you were super zapped or were there days where you were like, woo, man, where'd all this energy come from? Um, how are you sleeping? Are you falling asleep easily? Are you staying asleep? Are you waking up multiple times? Do you wake up feeling refreshed? Like how is your overall personal battery? What are some things you're proud of from this week? What are some things you want to improve on? And do you have any other information for me? And because I can get so much information out of all of those questions. And that's not even like I'm barely skimming the surface because I'll ask you follow up questions all the time because of your answers. And I think that's the mark of a good coach is that the investigation, analysis and implementation never stops. So I ask the check in questions to investigate your experience with your health Not with coaching, with me. It's not about me. It's about you. So it's me investigating how your week went and being able to, you know, pick apart your answers to find out why things went the way they did. So say you're like, man, my workouts felt really rough this week. Like, and I know as the person who's programming your workouts, I haven't changed anything. So the intensity and the volume hasn't changed. So what changed? And then down in the next question, it's, you know, how'd you sleep? Well, I slept like shit. Okay. Well, now we know why your workouts were so hard. <laughs> and then we can actually give you things you can implement in the appropriate places as opposed to just this blanket thing of like, well, better luck next week. Try harder. You yeah. know, some coaches will do that and it drives me up the freaking wall because well, yeah, it's no, like your, your client is questions. a person. Yeah. You are a freaking person.
1: And I'm different than the last person.
0: You are. Yeah. I have 10 clients right now. Right. I have a wide variety of people. I don't think I could lump anybody together in the same type of category because every single one of my clients has different goals. And um, you said earlier you, and I'm pro- you're you probably my most challenging client and that's not true. <laughs> but the challenges are not something that is hard for me. It's something that, well, I yes it's difficult I guess in a way, but it's challenging in the best way because it requires me to continue to hone my skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And it requires me to continue to work on asking better questions and being a better investigator. Yeah. So, as difficult as you think you are, I appreciate it because you're making me a better coach. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. I'll continue to be difficult then. Yeah.
0: Just Just, that's the green light to just keep being...
1: (laughs) Keeping me,
0: keeping you, Mike.
1: But it's one of those things that's good that, that and that I like about you as a coach is because there are those follow up questions. Mm-hmm. So you have questions, and you know, it's like you know, on a scale of one to you know five, what has your sleep been like? And I'll be like, crap. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what's why? Yeah, you know. And then it's one of those things you can figure out too. It's like, oh, am I working? Am I running too late at night? Am I working out too? Late? Is my mm-hmm. you know is my diet causing it? And then you. Investigate into why I'm having these issues, you know. When I was moving and then the fires and everything else, obviously I was not doing so well, and it was just like, yeah, because I my stress level was you know like through the roof because I just bought a brand new house and
0: you know, and then (laughs)
1: there was fire like right there, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and and then. I'm there to give you the perspective where you're saying these things and you're the one answering it because you're the one experiencing it. And at the end, you're like, man, I just really got to get back on track or I just really got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes, yo, look at what's going on. This makes sense. This will pass. It is a phase in the long game that we are playing. And, This is not a moment where you need to try to push. I I think it's important because so many people don't understand how to actually rest and recover. And like, I mean, I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday who was like, I have a lot of emotional stress around my job right now. I'm trying to transition into a new position, but I feel kind of guilty about leaving the last place. Is it possible that that can um, increase my stress level? And I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, and yes, I actually use that word when I coach. Oh, well, it's maybe not the most professional thing, but hey, I'm me. Um, and I'm like, okay. So first off, yes, like brain gut connection, emotional and gut health, they are all intertwined. So it, it's one of those moments where I value the fact that like I have this training and education to be able to help people, not just to point it out for you, but because we've been working together enough, now you have the practice of self identifying these trends and you've now learned and accumulated a toolbox of ways to navigate that. And there's going to come a day where you're not going to need me anymore. That's the goal. You can keep me around as long as you want. I don't mind. I always tell my clients that I'm like, I am going to be here for, I'm never going to push you out, but I'm also not just going to like walk you the whole way. We're doing this and it's your journey. And so when you feel like you don't need me anymore, then great. If you do need me again, come on back. I'll be ready for you. But you are now able to see like, I'm like, okay. So for instance, would you say that you analyze your own sleep habits more now than you used to?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. I definitely analyze more.
0: More aware of just trends overall, right?
1: Trends, more aware of what's going on, more aware of honestly, my mental, well-being compared to everything else going on and mm-hmm. you know like I said uh, yesterday when I was like I just you know when I was talking about my knee issue my knee's been bugging me a little bit because I was bucking hay with my brother and tweaked it a little bit and yeah. been kind of easy on it for about a week and mm-hmm. it's like but I, I need this you know me. like mentally I know you know I, th- there's points where I just get mentally I'm like I need this mm-hmm. I just need to go out because it's my for me it's my, my getaway it's my you know it's not just a workout to me anymore. It's right. my getaway. It's my escape and I can just go. And that was kind of like yesterday. I just went and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, well, I'm at seven miles. Might as well just keep going.
0: <laughs> I feel you good. Know? Let's just keep going.
1: Yeah. It's like, I feel good. And, and there's a lot going on in my head. So let's just keep going. And I mean, it's like one of those, if I'd planned better, I would have had the pack. I would have had everything. Yeah. At that point, I just went out with like a 16 a ounce bottle of water mm-hmm. and <laughs> at seven miles, I'm like the bottle, I'm just carrying an empty bottle at this point.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you for not littering.
1: I eventually – I did find there was a garbage can like right next to the street and I just kind of chucked it in
0: there. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it was just one of those, yeah, that all of a sudden like it was seven miles. I'm like, yeah, this would have been just about right for this 16-ounce bottle. But now I'm (laughs) four miles from the house at this point.
0: Turn yeah. it back around. <laughs> you know, if I turn
1: back around, I'm still going to be – and that was it. It was all in my brain. I'm like, well, okay, I'm four miles from the house at this point. I'd be at 11 miles. Might as well just finish out a half
0: marathon. Let's yep. go
1: another mile and a half and then turn around. You so. texted
0: me and you're like, I'm going to put a knee sleeve on. I'm going to run. And I was like, but if your knee's bugging you, you probably should – like if you have to put a, a, a knee sleeve on it because it's bugging you so much, it might not be the best idea to run, Mike. And you're like, no, nah, I need to. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to – I'm going to let you do your thing. You know how I feel about it, and it's okay. We'll make it work, yeah. and I'm going to go coach now, and um, I'll just wait to see this freaking me- message from you, and I look at it, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> she well, just ran a half marathon. Yeah, like I said, Okay, was, I'm going to see him tomorrow. <laughs>
1: if there was, if, I told you. I said if I felt pain, I would stop, I know, and I didn't I know. feel any pain. so And the knee sleeves, I don't know if it was just having some compression on my yeah. knees that I just needed that compression, compression for a little bit. Compression helped so much. Well, that little bit of compression helped, and I it's mean, it like, was just...
0: It's just a, it's this like neuromuscular response where, um, I mean, even just the slightest little bit, um, it's almost like it highlights that area to your brain. So your brain kind of – you kind of um, – what's the, I'm sorry. Apparently, I need more coffee. Yeah. How do I explain this? So it's like you're sending a signal to your brain that that area needs just a little bit more attention. So you're naturally maybe going to alter your stride a little bit. Not babying it necessarily, but like – that
1: that would explain the hamstrings bugging me afterwards but
0: yeah probably <laughs> um and Not so bad. i mean they would just you know they, I, were they just,
1: you could tell they would work
0: um yeah so the compression and it's just like um when you squat heavy and you put knee sleeves on people are like well why you know why do you have to put knee sleeves on well because it kind of increases that that neurological response to uh what's like activate that area or engage that area more so you've got that support yeah but it kind of encourages you to be a little bit i want to say bouncier almost coming out of the bottom of the squat so and it protects yeah. your knees in that way too because it offers support um, but like it does kind of trigger something now,
1: but- yeah. I don't know. what It was just... They, they, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it was the compression, whatever. I mean, it just... It felt... Mm-hmm. It, they felt better than they have in a
0: while. Yeah. Do you so. wear shorts when you run or do you wear pants? Shorts. Yeah. So, I mean, it could also be one of those things, too, where, like... It's not only offering support, but it's offering a little bit of some thermal effect, you know, keeping your joints warmer. and See, when you're See, I warmer said that, Amber
1: looked at me like I was insane. Yeah. So
0: no, it's it true. Warm, so. Yeah, it's, it's super true.
1: But yeah, it was – because It's I like, put like it on putting both on a
0: knees. sweater. Yeah. Like, you, could you argue you're warmer when you put a sweater on? It's the same idea. You yeah. put a sweater on your knee.
1: Because <laughs> when I put them on, I put it on both knees. It's like, you know, yeah. just to, you know, keep them both. That's and a I good mean, idea. It's yeah. one of those – I used to wear them all the time, and honestly, I quit wearing those because every time I put them on, they just roll down. Yeah. Because I was fat, and then,
0: <laughs> well, your knee that, is a conical shape. It's not really built for for keeping something in one spot the whole time.
1: Well, now they. But both, even did,
0: when because yeah. you're your, – now that uh, my
1: my thighs are smaller, yeah, it, they, it just engaged it better and they yeah. they held on, yeah. So I mean, it was one of those. I mean, it felt good. I my knees felt good the whole time. I mean, it was like I said, I did it obviously did make me my stride different because my hamstrings were yeah like not. I don't want to say they didn't hurt. They were sore because they. I was using them differently. Yeah. So, and it's one of those like, and like I said, my knee's bugging me, but it's not, I know it's not injured, mm-hmm. but it's just enough of, I can feel that twinge. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It's yeah. Just, just a
0: Which is why I said, I do not want like, to hear about you running another half marathon for at least two more weeks. Okay
1: so I won't talk about the next one no just
0: kidding I know also don't just run it and not tell me <laughs> and and I say that because I just want you to give your joint a little bit of time to recover thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast if you haven't done it yet find us on Facebook like and share the podcast give us a review on iTunes or Spotify all these things will help to expand the show in the future don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear